Hey lovelies, welcome to the Honestly Mia podcast with me, Mia. I'm so excited to hang out with you each week to share all the fun and not so fun topics of this journey called life, but I'm confident that we will heal, grow, laugh, cry if necessary to become unapologetically free in Christ. The beauty of it is we will do it together. So let's talk. Are you ready? I'm ready. Episode 23 what happens at night and other random things hey guys it's definitely been too long but lots of stuff is happening has happened it's about to happen um i'm so excited that this avenue is available for us to connect and kind of get caught up on all the things that take place in a matter of a few weeks So when I was thinking about what it is that I wanted to talk about, one of the things that has been so um, important for me is to make sure that I'm not just talking because there's so much that I can say, so much that I want to say, but I definitely want to make sure that God is always driving the message and that the content is always what's supposed to be not always what I want because if that was the case you guys would hear from me every day let me tell you what happened about my day and that could just get real random but I don't know probably a couple of weeks ago I was laying in bed and it's funny I feel like a lot of conversations are either me laying in the bed at night me laying in the bed in the morning but don't ever forsake the stillness and what happens when you are perfectly still and in that space um and you have to be careful because i believe that that is the time when the enemy wants to produce the most um but i was laying in bed and i began to have this this open out loud conversation with god and it it happens to me so often and it and it it caused me to kind of stop and say, what is it about this type of conversation? And it kind of touches on the podcast that I did called Real Talk, where I kind of touched on the importance of having honest conversations with God. Because so often we feel like we have to dress it up. We can't be real with him as if he doesn't already know what we're thinking or feeling, but that's the game that we play with ourselves. But I was laying there and I was just yelling out my frustrations. Um, I was in a place. I Typically, and I'm going to be real transparent, and it's so funny that this podcast is coming after um, my group and I got together last night where I was sharing with them about the future. And we were talking about things that we pick up and we put back down before God. And for me, it's all about what's to happen, you know, what's going to happen, when it's going to happen and all of that. Well, this conversation that I was having with God was around that. Like, why do I feel this way? And, you know, God, why am I not seeing the things that I'm believing for and that I'm asking for? And it just became a just meltdown, right? And I would bet that so many of you have had that conversation with God or you have wanted to have that conversation with God but but fear or being a little unsure about what that relationship with him should look like may keep you from 
expressing those things that he already knows that are in your heart. So as I'm having this conversation with him, and I'll go ahead and jump to the end, um, because typically when we're talking to God, we are expecting an immediate response. We're expecting him to swoop down, rescue us, change the situation, give us what we want, and then we're all happy again. Well, let's just be honest, that isn't always the case. And I think if we are honest enough, we can sit back and reflect on so many times when we've brought something before God in that frustrated state and he may have not changed the situation, but our perspective on it became different. So going back to me laying there and having, um, as my friend stated yesterday, a, a childlike tantrum, um, one of the things that began to come out of that moment was how grateful I am that there is a relationship with God. And let me kind of explain to you what I mean by that. Um, take, for instance, a good friend, a spouse, um, co-worker, whomever it is that you may have conversations with, intimate conversations you typically choose those individuals to talk to that you believe will sincerely listen, will give you open and honest feedback, or whatever the case is, you are selective with whom you share things with based on what they're going to provide. And most times, the person can give you advice, can give you some solutions, but at the end of the day, you know that it's up to you to take it, to do something with it, or to just allow them to be in that space with you. So when I began to reflect about that, I looked at how my conversation with God went. It's me audibly telling him my feelings, my fears, my disappointments. And something like came over me when I gave way to why do I do that and it just completely changed my perspective and what I came up with is that I have a intimate relationship with my heavenly father that is why I talk to him that is why I share with him that is why I scream and yell and and get it all out because one I trust and believe that he's listening two I believe that he is strong enough, compassionate enough, caring enough to be able to hold the weight of my junk, right? And thirdly, how freeing it is to be able to have that dialogue with him and still feel loved and cared for all at the same time. And I will and I will share this. So many people, because I used to be in that place, so I am not passing judgment or shaking my finger at you if you don't if you don't quite feel that way today, had that barrier up between myself and God to where I didn't want to share with him, you know, that I was mad that he didn't change a situation or that he didn't fix something because I felt like, you know, he's holy and, and let's not get it twisted. He is definitely that. But I had to grow to understand what that relationship really should be about. 
it should be comfortable enough to where I can invite him into my deepest, darkest places and give it to him. Because when we are reserved and when we're closed off, I will be the first to tell you it prolongs the healing it prolongs the deliverance because he can't get in as long as we're shutting him out and we're pretending that things are okay and that you know it's not an issue and we just keep going forward and trying to dismiss you know what it is that we're feeling and what it is that we're struggling with and I had to like literally experience that night to be able to articulate how grateful I am that we have that intimate relationship and that we can talk and that while my situation did not change, nothing about what I was praying and fussing about. And I'll be honest with you, it's all about, well, when am I going to get married again? And I'm 38 and why haven't I had you know, these babies yet, this is probably on a repeated loop. And I know I'm not alone, so I don't even feel bad about telling you that that's typically what we're fussing about. Or I'm fussing and he's lovingly listening to me. But it was so important for me to take a pause and say, man, I'm grateful of these moments. And not let the enemy take them away from me. Or, or diminish them or make them seem insignificant because that's so much of a part of our relationship with God. So fast forward, um, I went to Birmingham a couple of weeks ago. I may have even talked about that last time. It's all running together, so I apologize. I think I may have. Um, but my stepdad said something that was so simple and so profound at the same time we were talking about prayer and you know things that we pray about and he said to me I pray about my day-to-day and I stopped and I'm like you pray about your day-to-day because for me it's like I want to you know pray these profound things and you know heal the sick and it just gets is deep, right? And not that those things are unimportant, but it's important for for me to remember that God is all about in the day to day. So again, that was another confirmation that relationship is so important and understanding what that relationship should look like and not putting the pressure on yourself to assume this superficial, you know, holier than thou relationship. And some people may argue this point, but when I think about being unapologetically free, you have to understand what does freedom look like? Because before I stayed bound because I didn't think that I could take those little things to God. I didn't think that I could cry before him in frustration or tell him that I don't understand what he's doing or why he's doing it like this. And every time that I surrendered and every time that I gave way to what it is that I was letting annoy me or take me over, there was a beautiful moment that came immediately after. And like I said, it isn't always about the situation changing or you getting what it is. Your perspective changing is 
far better than the circumstances and that doesn't take away from you know the things that you're believing for and you really you really want God to move but if he can change your mind then that will impact how you approach so many other things so when I say and all the other random things so here's where we might go a little random so my my bible study group decided this summer that we were going to get healthy and so every Tuesday we have been you know exercising Zumba Jazzercise you name it we're we, we are doing it um one to address uh, an issue that we talked about and then also to continue to stay connected throughout the summer until the um the semester starts again with the church well, the the tagline for a lot of what we've been talking about is coming from Romans 12 and 2. And it's, you know, one of those amazing scriptures that talks about um, transforming your mind. And that scripture just has so many meanings. And so, you know, what I've been sharing with them is transforming the mind and the body will follow. And how important that is to have a new way of thinking, to have a new perspective, to have new insight. And then there are no limits on what can happen next, right? And that has been my whole, you know, focus for the past couple of weeks. I started a devotional called Power Thoughts by Joyce Myers, which is on version. If you need a good devotion... That one is good because we know that the war starts in our mind, right? It doesn't matter what's happening to us externally. It's so important to address what's going on internally to be able to impact what's going on around you. And as I've been reading that devotion, it's a 14-day devotional, it has been so spot on about taking certain thoughts captive and and understanding what you're thinking and why you're thinking it and when certain thoughts pop up how do you attack them and it has been such a blessing to me because that's where all of the drama is people in my head you know and I was telling my group last night that there are times and typically we're going back to what happens at night and I'll stop right here and tell you why I think that that phrase keeps coming up. So like most of us, you know, we work during the day. Most people work during the day. Some work at night. So this may be the flip for you. And I'm busy. So from the time that I'm getting up, I'm getting ready. I'm going, you know, out and I'm interacting with people and, you know, I'm talking and all this stuff for eight or nine hours. Right. So I am completely consumed, engulfed with what's going on there. Well, things change when I get off and I come home because unless there's an activity that's going on, I'm by myself because I live alone. So this is probably the most uninterrupted time that I have for my thoughts to go crazy, for me to start thinking about all the things that could have been, should have been, why aren't they, and so on and so forth. Well, there are times when I am sitting at home in the evening and I'm literally, you know, having to take inventory of where these thoughts are coming from. 
Why are they here? What is it? And I was sharing with my group last night that when that happens, I have an exercise that I do. And I told them that if anybody was sitting here, they probably would think that I have completely lost my mind. But I start saying out loud the things that I'm thankful for, that I'm grateful for, because my perspective needs adjusting. When I am all over the place and I am, you know, having this, why isn't this happening? And don't confuse this with God is not interested in the desires of your heart because he is, but he's definitely interested in your character. I've said it on a podcast or two before, he's more concerned with your character than your comfort. So sometimes as we're going through things, character is being built, right? And at times when character is being built, comfort is a little lower down on the totem pole. But going back to this exercise, so I start recounting all the things that I'm grateful for. And when you start getting into the little details, it changes you. So I think, you know, how important it is that I can walk to the bathroom and turn on water and take a shower and how there are places where that is not a part of a day-to-day routine. Going to bathe or um, take a shower or, or some sort of cleansing looks very different in other places. It looks very different right here in the United States. So I don't want to take us too far out for people who don't have that. You know, I was sharing with my group again last night that, you know, the different things that women do to take care of themselves and how, you know, there are certain things that they like. And I was watching a, a, a show that talked to women about talk to homeless women and how does it make them feel when they are having to you know deal with their monthly cycle without the necessary supplies and so I know that may be TMI but I mean that's real life right and when you start walking down the essentials so water food housing that's enough right there but then you get down to the details of You know, when I want to be calm and want to excite my senses, I can walk over and light a candle of my choosing and how that may seem insignificant, but that's a luxury that some people may not be able to enjoy. Or, you know, sitting down and flipping on the TV and mindlessly going from channel to channel to channel. So, it's so important for me to do that and I will go ahead and put some some direction on any of you that are listening right now. If you haven't done that, start doing it. Start sitting down and just walking through all of the things that can increase the gratefulness in your heart because it is part of that renewing your mind, changing your perspective thinking on things above. And so I had like 10,000 scriptures that I wanted to share with you, but I landed on Colossians 3 and 2, where it says, set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. It's not the shortest scripture in the Bible, but it's such a short but simple scripture that should refocus you, right? 
And when I think about the the times that I'm laying in bed and I am like giving it to God and when I'm allowing my mind to be transformed and I'm allowing my mind to think differently, it just changes me on the inside. When I start reflecting on that heavenly protection or the heavenly wisdom that God gives me or the insight or the fact that he knows exactly what I need when I need it. And I'll go again about last night. You know, we were supposed to exercise out in the park and I checked the forecast and the rain that was supposed to come wasn't going to come. And in the middle of the day yesterday, um, the forecast changed, but it still seemed as if you know, it wasn't going to impact the time in which we would be exercising. Well, there was like a monsoon that happened and it was so short, but it was so impactful that the direction of last night changed to where we met at the house and it was all a part of God's plan. And I share with them that, you know, I don't know who this is for, but when I'm talking about me, God knew I needed a pause. God knew that I needed to stop and just be in his presence. And again, you know, when we're moving and we're, you know, active, we sometimes will push things to the side, which isn't always a bad thing. Or we just sometimes get so wrapped up in, you know, the activity that we're not allowing ourselves to sit in that moment. And I needed that last night. I needed that that breather because what happened, it gave me the clarity that I needed to come on this morning and share with you guys some things that had been on my heart. And one of the things that I walked away from last night is never forsaking the stillness and that there's so much power in being still and that sometimes God chooses not to rescue us in that moment. And I don't want to dig in too deep because that will potentially need to be a podcast on its own. But what I mean, just surface level, is that sometimes we need to sit in that moment so that he can show us some things about himself, show us some things about us. So if I go back to how I started this podcast, when I say what happens at night, when I'm laying in the bed and I'm frustrated, God isn't rescuing me in the way in which I expect him to. He is allowing me to grow. He's allowing me to be moved and to be changed. And he's allowing me to see him as he truly is, as my heavenly father, and to really hone in on the intimacy of that relationship. So I pray that as you're listening, that you start thinking about all those random moments and all those random things when you are really just having a tough time and you're wanting God to do something. Be still, lay down, sit down, and just allow him to show you how wonderful this moment it is and how much you can learn from those things that may not be what you want to deal with, but really need to be dealt with in order for you to have a renewed mind and a different perspective. 
Thanks guys for spending these few moments with me. I'm so excited that we were able to connect and just kind of dig into all of the random things that tends to happen in a matter of a few weeks. I'm looking forward to our next time together. I just pray that there was something that spoke to you and that gave you a little bit of relief about those random moments that happen that you can't always put your finger on. Definitely looking forward to next week. So until then, have a great day on purpose.